you hear me? Hey. Yeah. I drove to Akron yesterday for a very specific frozen pizza at the mustard seed and they didn't fucking have any. This is the Beat Cake Podcast with Amber and Sharice. But it's delicious. <laughs> it's fun to make stuff. Did you know ahead of time that they weren't going to have it? Like, did you call and ask? No. Okay. I mean, they always sell it. Why would they not have it? Okay. It's fine. The um, gelatin that I put in my coffee to make my hips hurt less cost $7 more than it does at the store here. And I just am having a hard weekend. Well, that's kind of a great intro to whatever we're calling this, because okay. that is, I mean, the premise, right, of our conversation, um, yeah. our food, our adventures, and our allergy issues, um, and our futile attempts to live normal lives, and not, <laughs> and not be in pain all of the time. So what do you want to call this? All right, well, maybe we'll figure beat it out. Cake. We'll just call it beet cake. I'm actually writing that down. Like, we will always have beet cake to hold us together. That's uh, part of uh, the conversation notes that I made. Do you want to talk about chocolate beet cake? Um, yeah. So, a million years ago, I don't know. I feel like Amber had to have found it. Like, this little... Know internet card with a recipe for yeah. beet cake on it and I was like that sounds weird let's make it immediately and yeah. we did and it was amazing and one thing led to another and I was just like slathering it in blueberry jam and forcing people to taste it and everybody's like oh this is great and I'm like yeah duh and it's always been like the thing that I love that other people are like why and I'm like but why not and so the cool thing about the history of this recipe is while we just call it beet cake or chocolate beet cake, uh, it's the origin of red velvet cake. So red velvet cake is red or was red because it was made with beets uh, and dark chocolate. Uh, yeah. So you didn't really taste the beets. Um, no, it just like tasted earthy and like the chocolate was chocolatier. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't taste like you're eating beets. If someone didn't know that the ingredient was a beet, they would just they wouldn't like, figure it out. You wouldn't be able to figure it out. Um, it's not strong enough in any way. It's and it makes it really moist, but not dense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like fluffy and soft, and it's just good. And you should find the recipe and make it. Like that's all I can say about it. We will be making an Instagram and website to post links to these things on. So we will be able to share the glory that is chocolate beet cake because at the end of the day, uh, that is that is something that you make for someone you love. <laughs> I'm Amber. You are Sharice. Yeah. We met in 2009 at a farmer's market, which yeah. I mean, our meat cute is real cute. Like, <clears throat> it is. Yeah. And funnily enough, it's the same meet cute that I have with everyone else in Youngstown that I didn't meet in a dive bar. 
which is like 50% of the people I've ever met. Yeah. Um, Either the farmer's market or the bar or the English department. But that okay. like straddles my two universes. It's fine. So mine's farmer's market and dive bar and volunteering at cleanups in neighborhoods I didn't live in. Like those were the three places that I, that led me to where I am in my life today. Like everything can be pinpointed back to those three things. I had EBT because I was going to school full time and I probably came and got tokens or was it pre-tokens? Like whatever, I came and was using my EBT and you were working. The I would have been time. getting trained. Yeah. So that that's how good. I met you Just, and Sheila. Yeah, um, my memory doesn't work. I don't remember a lot of stuff. So just let's put that in there. <laughs> our hobbies together, our overlapping hobbies are cooking and eating, mm -hmm. being allergic to everything, mm -hmm. farm adventures, mm -hmm. and an so. affinity for eco-friendly crafting-esque type thing like we think played... that's one of my things you participated in thing, and i am very supportive and enthusiastic about you doing it it's true i mean you definitely have played in shitty um wool in your driveway with me before i have and it was great and i would do it again but i would not make anything out of the wool i just would you know you'll sit You'll sit beside me reading poetry while I crochet you a necklace out yeah, of scrap that's, clothing. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I still wear that necklace all the time, everywhere. And people are always like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah. It's so funny because like, no one was really hip to that. Like you loved it. People mm -hmm. love it now, but mm -hmm. Like I would spend hours with my, my uh, dressmaker shears cutting apart t-shirts, like old, your old clothing, my old clothing to make this yarn out of t-shirts. And now you can just straight up buy it. And I'm like, well, no, I don't want it if it's store made. Yeah. So I kind of, for this outline, said like intro, why we're talking, uh, what's going on today? What did we do last week? What are we going to do this week? And if you're listening or reading anything delicious and good, whatever it may be. Um, today is my birthday. Yay, happy birthday! It's a weird one. It's 36. And uh, I know a lot of people. Yeah, I am. And the yet, I still I so young. Like, you, everyone is so much older than me. And I just, like, how did that happen? I'm a weird one because out of like a lot of the people that came up in our little scene together, I was like the oldest of that like younger group, but also I hung out with a lot of the older people and I was the youngest by a solid 20 years in a lot of ways. So I'm a, like, yeah, people forget that I'm 36. It's helpful that I look so youthful. Um, mm -hmm. And then, but then I'm like, but people remember, I have a 14 year old and I wasn't a teen mom. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but also I, like, I was a full blown That's adult. That's just not the way that your personal math is mathing. Right. Like he's a freshman in high school and I look like I'm his older sister. So. You guys um, do have 
face. What's that? You guys do have the same face too. <laughs> um, but for my birthday, my chickens gave me a present. My black Jersey giant, she uh, laid two eggs this morning. So she went from like, no, no one's laid an egg, some of which should have been laying eggs for two months, um, to giving us one. Jim walked out and started laying on it. And then we were like, I had it in my pocket and I was talking to him in the garage. And then I saw the other chickens walk up to the coop door and I was like, what are you guys doing? Why are, are you going to go lay me an egg? And I walk over and big mama was standing there fresh egg just had just plopped into the, the straw. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Nice. You just laid me a second egg. <laughs> what a great birthday trade. Yeah. It's your birthday. Um, so like yeah, how my stuff bloomed for you. <laughs> my sunflowers all finished blooming today for my birthday. Normally this is the most beautiful day in September because it's like not sweltering hot. It's like never 90 degrees on September 13th and it's never rainy. And I had the audacity to say something about this two weeks ago, that this is usually the most beautiful day of the year and it never rains on my birthday. Look at what she did. I just keep looking out the window going, are you serious? It's, um, it's raining if you guys can't tell. It's been yeah. raining. It's just, it's the dreariest. It's like where it's April or something or November. Um, <laughs> So normally on Sundays, I'm cooking something delicious and wonderful. Um, but today I'm boycotting that. If you believe in astrology, I'm a super type A Virgo. Uh, and uh, I'm taking the day for self-care. I dried my hair for the first time in months. And I am not procuring any food for myself. For breakfast, I had some brownies from Classic Bakery. Jim purchased me a Classic Bakery cake. And then he had his friend Haley bake me some chocolate cupcakes with Reese cups um, on top of them. I haven't had one yet. And I'm hoping for dinner there's either like Aladdin's, Avalon, or V2 in my future. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's my day. Uh, so you went and procured foods of sorts yesterday. So what are you going to cook today? What oh, are you man. thinking about? Like, what are you fantasizing well, about? I um, made some hash browns this morning and bacon and like eggs with greens, whatever, it was fine. My new thing is putting caraway seeds in everything. I don't know why that's not a thing that everybody does, but it should be. I've never done so that. So I had like caraway seeds and Earth's de Province in my hash browns and it was amazing. Um, I bought short ribs that I can't afford. Because I really want to put them on a pizza. Wait, what? So, you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did. I just need more details. I I just really want... Okay, so <clears throat> there is a bar in Youngstown that apparently only smokes meats now. And I can actually eat the meats and they're good. But there's also... A bowling alley that sells pizza and now they put the barbecue on the pizza and I fucking mm. want barbecue on my pizza except there is no such thing as a crust that I can digest so I have to make my own goddamn pizza with my own goddamn barbecue yeah 
I have to tell you, um, the origin of that barbecue pizza uh, was actually, it took place at my house. Ooh. Yeah, our friends rewarded Jim and I for helping them get their uh, wood fence material, Christy and Alex. Um, we drove all the way to Warren, the far side, to Menards and bought, picked up all their fencing material with their truck and trailer. And as a thank you, they purchased Space Cat, a whole like stupid expensive tray of it. And then also got Westside Bowl pizza. And so Alex put his Space Cat on the pizza and took a as picture. As you fucking should. Right, like he's like tagged it on Instagram and Facebook as like, you guys should really try to make this happen. And then it happened because and it happened That's because so of beautiful. my backyard. I, I will take partial credit for all of this. You because, should. Because it happened in my it. backyard. And now I'm trying to make some with. Well, how are you going to make that? What are you doing for your pizza crust? So since context, <clears throat> explain why you can't have the pizza. Because my body is a mistake. I'm allergic to wheat, corn, soy, rice and oats, among other things, and nuts. So like, manufactured pizza crusts that don't have one of those ingredients in them, like that it's just not a real thing, especially like not in a restaurant. Like somebody was like, oh, we have cauliflower crust pizza here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and it probably has rice or corn in it and I still can't eat it. So like, leave me alone. But there is Brazilian cheese bread, which is made out of tapioca starch. And it makes a really good pizza crust. And there is actually, okay, so the frozen pizzas that they didn't have in Akron are made out of that um, stuff. The, is that the only place that you can get that pizza crust? No, they have it at Whole Foods also. Oh, okay. So another <laughs> inaccessible, yeah, the average Youngstowner. The, the thing is that, okay, so you can actually buy the pepperoni pizza, like a little one at Walmart, and they sell the pizzas at Berries in Austin Town, but there is a nut-free pesto version that they do not sell here and I like it better. I don't like red sauce. It's just a thing about me. I don't love red sauce, but since I really when? like nut-free pesto. Since always, like I haven't eaten spaghetti since I was a child. Uh, I'm pretty sure you've eaten sauce you've made with me. I'm thinking about the Laura building it kitchen. It probably was lasagna. Lasagna is like it doesn't matter. I'm really picky. I don't love red sauce, except for like really specific situations. Like if you and I are canning sexy tomatoes, then I remember like that was, that was the thing. They were so the good kitchen. looking. Yeah. They were the sexy tomatoes and I ate them and I was really happy about it. But like most tomato sauce, especially if it's on a frozen pizza, it's not going to be made out of like That's sexy true. tomatoes. So it anyway. It tastes different when they're sexy. Yeah. I don't love red sauce. I do love nut-free pesto. So I will drive an hour each way to get these frozen pizzas because I have to cook pretty much all of my food from scratch every single time I want to eat. That shit gets old really fast 
and sometimes yeah. I just want to put a frozen pizza in the oven when I hate my life, which is a lot lately. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. I'm really happy I that know. I can eat all these pizzas. I mean, I don't know if I should be, but I do. <clears throat> well, I mean, if you're not in immediate distress, I say go for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I consider whatever happens in my gastrointestinal um, system just normal. Um, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, mm, I can't do it. So are you going to try to make the crust yourself? I can make the crust myself. I have made it myself. I made it myself the other day, like before I went to Akron. Like, it's not a big deal. I just don't fucking want to. I just don't want to. You know, like, I think that's the hardest part about having weird food allergies and things. Like, you actually eat appropriately for your situation. And I refuse. Like, there are things I know I can do to feel better. And it's just not being taken seriously by doctors for so long that, like, mm -hmm. I, it's almost impossible to take it seriously myself. It's like, okay, well, I guess this is just normal. Like you're still walking around. Yeah, sure. Your joints hurt from just like sitting. And like, if you get bumped in the skin, it hurts like someone stabbed you. And yeah. sure, you're pooping so many times a day and it's never the consistency that you you're barely supposed to be. You asshole anymore. Like, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a reason we have multiple bidets in my house. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have, I even have better bidets that haven't been installed because, you know, I'm just lazy, but, uh, well, I'm excited to hear what you end up doing with that. It sucks though that you do, like, you don't have fast pre-made options available to you that like, you can yeah. just have a lazy hate the world day and yeah. put it in the oven. That sucks. Yeah, it's really annoying. Um, Trader Joe's actually comes through for me on a regular basis. I found butternut cauliflower rice risotto the other right. day, yesterday, and I'm really excited to try it. Um, they have cauliflower gnocchi that is fine, I guess. It's not the best, but I like to put it in the oven and then have them as tater tots which is another thing that I like don't have access to. <laughs> okay, that actually sounds but good though. It's That's... really good, I love it. Um, okay, but really like you were that. saying, like you don't like follow your body's demands. I was doing that for really, really, really I long. remember. Um, Cause I was here for a good time, not a long time, but I was <laughs> not having a good time. Like I was miserable. Like, my skin was falling. Like, literally, my skin was falling off head to toe. Like, it was really bad. Yeah. And I did a really intense healing diet, elimination diet, cleanse situation. Like, redo my microflora and everything. And I started feeling better, and it made me upset. <laughs> like, oh, like, it really is the french fries from the dive bar that's ruining my life like I really can't do that anymore like I genuinely can't this week I have something wild going on I mean I've got like 75 appointments of different varieties but yeah. on Wednesday I go to my allergist for the first Ooh. time in a while and we're going to discuss my random allergy to cinnamon 
and he'll be. Did you decide it was cinnamon? I have no, I have no basis for this outside of the fact that I had that reaction when I had the cinnamon crunch bagel from Panera. I ate one of those, and by the time I finished it on my way home from Panera, I was a, I was a hive. Um, I was just one massive hive. Like you my, were. my, my knees, it hurt to bend them to walk. Um, mm -hmm. It was the weirdest thing. Like I thought I was going to go into anaphylactic shock and like, because five days before this happened, I watched my husband go into anaphylactic shock and have to go be stabilized. I should update my EpiPen. I, yeah, we got lucky. His were like two for $10 through insurance. I was scared they were going to be a lot more. But so having just watched that at when it, this happened from that bagel, I've had all of the contents except for cinnamon that were in that bagel since and nothing else has happened. Right. So on Wednesday, I meet the allergist and say, hey, are you going to food test me, please? Um, so apparently it's a blood like lab thing. I'm going to so ask for a full panel because I'm like, maybe this will solve so many of my problems if like that's because I've just never been tested like that um I I'm excited I'm also terrified because it's going to confirm worst suspicions like I just I, I, we'll find out but um bad news I mean yeah. for me anyway so my allergist will not do any more allergy testing on me like I haven't had an allergy test since I was like a child I think when I first switched over to Cleveland Clinic they ran a blood thing um but because I have such severe eczema like it does not matter what the test is for it will come back positive and like high and positive um, so there's no point to testing anything else. And she said, if I am not uncomfortable when I eat something, then to just keep eating it. But everything makes me uncomfortable. So <laughs> that's how yeah. I found out I'm allergic to rice when I started that GAPS diet. I guess it was three years ago by now. Yeah. That was yeah. Time, I hadn't yeah. had rice for a week. And then I just wanted some rice and I ate some and it did not go well at all. And I was like, what the fuck? And then she did it. Like I did get an allergy test and rice came back positive. It was like high positive. And I was like, but my diet has always been like 60% rice. Maybe that's why I'm always sick. I don't know. So then yeah. like the rice allergy is like how I had a wheat allergy for 20 years. And I was like, it's not a real thing. But I didn't you eat so many it. wheat products. <laughs> But my, um, okay, so there were these fancy French puddings that I used to get at Whole Foods because I used to take an art class in Cleveland and go to there every week. I would get these fancy fucking French puddings and they were so good and I was so excited because it was just like milk and cream and eggs and sugar and that was it and they were delicious. And Aren't then you allergic to eggs? No. I thought I was, but I'm not. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'm definitely not allergic to eggs, which, okay. whew, thank God, because there's nothing else to eat. <laughs> That's the only but thing you're one not. Day, one day I go and get the pudding, and I'm eating it, and it's, like, gritty, and I'm like, what? And then my poop got worse. It got even worse, and I was like, what? And for some reason, I just read the label again. They fucking added rice starch. So, like, a minuscule amount of rice starch and a tiny pudding will fuck me up 
which is why I have to cook everything. So I think it was this morning I texted Christy and said, if we were born in the 1800s, we would have never survived. Mm -mm. And I feel like that is applicable to like 50% of the people I know, like that if we would have been born a hundred years beforehand, we would be dead. And it would be so much easier. <laughs> it would just be so much easier. It would be so much easier to be dead. <laughs> it would just really take the onus off of this whole breathing thing. I wouldn't drive for two hours to not get pizza. <laughs> I wouldn't like have to reevaluate my entire meal plan because some old lady bought cabbage. <laughs> it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. Wait, did you know there was going to be cabbage ahead of time? Yeah, I saw the cabbage. I got in line to buy the cabbage. But, okay, okay. Um, like, well, did I know that there would be cabbage at the farmer's yes. market? I had a really good feeling that there would be cabbage at the farmer's market. So like, you, designed, you designed a meal plan around this feeling that there would be cabbage. <laughs> you didn't even know. Why the fuck wouldn't there be? They have everything. Oh, like, which farmer's market did you go to? I go to Howland. They're okay, well then, they, yeah, they have, they have with, food. Like, yeah, okay. Reputable farmers. <laughs> <laughs> we have reputable farmers, and I was at the certified organic one, even, and they have everything. Like, they have all the weird eggplant, they have broccolini, they have gorgeous leeks. Like, their food is what you would expect from a farmer's market. That's what a farmer's market looks like. Of any caliber. And yes, they had cabbage the week before, I think. Okay. And I was like, ooh, look at it. It's so pretty. Let me jump in this line. And this fucking old bitch bought it. <laughs> and I was so mad. <laughs> Your internal narration during that moment as it was transpiring would have been amazing. <laughs> I'm just like seething because it was very clearly the last goddamn cabbage. Uh, you should you should write a poem about it. Like you wrote a poem about the day I accidentally gave you chicken stock and our butternut oh squash god. soup. Oh my god. Oh, that was so bad. Um, I actually retired from poetry. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't my know why favorite, that's funny to me. Because I, I, it sounds like I'm lying. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are. I know you are naturally but, going to have been lying about this. There is a contemporary poet who is actually my age. And they just released a new book of poems and I read it. And Denez Smith is the only poet there ever was. Wait, have you been sharing their poems on Instagram stories? As we yes. discussed. Okay. They are among them. the poems that I have shared. Um, okay. Like the, the fruit one is Denez. Okay. Um, but like, imagine a book full of that. And then being like, I previously had the audacity to call myself a poet. And it has escaped me now. So I'm moving on to concentrate on prose. Like, I can still do lyrical prose and it'll be fine. But I am leaving poetry to Denise. Okay. Yeah. I'll remember this in a few years. When you write yeah. a poem and I'm, and I'm like, that was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you're going to say... I guess they do poetry now. Fortunately, the last poem that I wrote, like right before I opened that book, was I think my best. So okay. we're good. 
I yeah, can't wait I'm to satisfied. see it. It's fine. That, that was your magnum opus. Uh, what did you do with food this week? Anything exciting? No, I don't think so. I started back work and I am sulking permanently. I'm, I'm back on that shit. Um, I went to the farmer's market yesterday and I got dragon's tongue beans because they're beautiful and the vendor that grows them is like everybody's farmer grandpa. He's my favorite. Who was um, it? Uh, Tony. Grandpa oh, Tony. Grandpa Tony. Yeah, yeah I so love nice. him. He is so nice. And I got collard greens from Grandpa Tony. Um, I've been like making food and sending it to my grandma because I love to be Little Red Riding Race. That's my, my thing. Um, and I got some like really teensy weensy peaches from him. They're like this big. Oh my gosh. And I am going to make, okay. So a few weeks ago on Instagram, I saw a recipe, like this pastry chef that I follow did a mango oolong tea and I made it. I made her recipe. It was amazing. So I'm going to make it as a syrup for my cocktails. So, but I'm going to use peaches for that. So that's one of my projects. Um, what else did I get? I saw this really pretty purple sheet tray of roasted vegetables. I think it was fennel and artichoke and red onion and purple cabbage. It was gorgeous and I want to have it. I don't know. I got some frozen okra. I'm, I think I'm going to like fry it and duck that. This week, I don't know what I'm doing with food. I haven't made my plan for what I'm cooking this week. I've got to feed like Jim and Nick and I, and Nick always packs a lunch and takes leftover food. So it always has to be like, I always cook with that in mind, like what are the leftovers going to be? Um, so tomorrow's lunch for him should be kind of interesting since I don't even know what we're having for dinner. Jim's bringing me takeout of some variety. And then and there's like sweets. It might just be like cake. He might just have cake all day for every meal tomorrow. I don't know. There's um, a problem with that. Oh, I fully intend to send you a photo of myself in the morning drinking coffee and eating a variety of cake. Um, Speaking of cake, I went to Cleveland and or Akron yesterday specifically to buy 10 packages of Trader Joe's Sun Butter Cups because That's the really other funny. day you finally found the, out that they're delicious the other day was the anniversary of when I found out that it Reese's Cups are a thing for a reason because I've always been allergic to peanut butter I don't think I've ever had a Reese's Cup and I never liked candy as a child so or with weird. like candy. I had a rough time, okay? I know. But I I like got one for the first time like this week last year and it like changed my life. I've never like gotten the point of Halloween, but I like tasted it and I was like, wow, I want to pass these out to my students. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so, so happy for you. Okay, like I didn't Yeah, they're really I good. Mean, and like I take it for granted that that's a thing I can have. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. 
Because, like, soy is in chocolate. It's really, really fucking hard to find chocolate without soy in it. So. Yeah. I got I got real lucky on these bun butter cups that are also affordable. <laughs> There's other brands that make them, and I cannot pay that much money. I just can't. As so, a currently unemployed person, I understand. Yeah. So I got my candy, and I did not get my pizza. I didn't get anything to make my own pesto with because I like to make pesto out of carrot tops, which is it's really fucking good. It was my first cooking demo that I did last year, actually. I did not know that you could eat carrot tops. I assumed that they were poisonous. I don't know why nope. I thought that. A lot of people, I mean, you shouldn't eat a ton of them because then there's an issue, but you can <laughs> So I wasn't wrong? Them. You're not all the way wrong. Okay. But you can use them as herbs, and they have really good flavor, and they make a really good pesto. Have you ever used Tulsi or holy basil? No, I've never had that much of it at a time. I am growing some. They sprouted. Um, so if I put I them grew a lot in, of it this year. If I put them in the bed and they make it through the night, <laughs> then I'll try it out. But, yeah, yeah, I've never had that much at one time before. I just keep harvesting it and drying it. Um, Maybe I could just bring them in the house. I'm curious as to what is destroying your stuff. Oh. Um, Speaking of, okay, so every single year, no matter what, no matter where I plant, no matter what I plant, something or someone will come and destroy it. What happened now? A new three section, like each section is four by four um, raised bed, and I filled mm -hmm. the middle section strung it out for um square foot gardening yeah planted some sweet potato slips something fucking came and tore it all the way up but didn't touch anything else like there there's a lot of shit in my yard there's a lot of plants back there like there's a it have been like a stray bed. dog like right up against it they didn't touch anything else like the flowers are fine the tomatoes are there the beans are there like everything is untouched except for that one bed like that is really specific and targeted violence <laughs> i um actually have been dissuaded from planting my fall crops like i was going to do this weekend because is my enemy just gonna come back and fuck with my kale like is that what i'm up against like, I don't want to put my collard greens in danger. I kind of really want to, like, put up a little camera and find out who your enemy is. <laughs> is it a groundhog? Is it a stray dog? Is it a cat? Because, like, that, it could have been any of those three things. At least with yeah. the same but, like, thing happens here. Things, like, wouldn't they touch more stuff? Kind of like the raspberries um, were supposed to be at Fairgreen. Do you remember that? They cut them down. Like, I had a plot there last year. I had two plots, actually. And one day there were ripe berries, and I was eating them, and it was great. The bees were, like, singing to me. And then I come, like, two days later, and somebody had cut them down. And I just want to know why. Like, that could not have been a mistake. You know... I'm, the berries were ripe. It was not a mistake. <laughs> I um, actually gave up on Fair Green last year because <clears throat> one, so 
I got my two pots. One of them was full sun. One of them was partial shade. And I planted all my shit and it was growing and I would like come and talk to my babies and whatever. Like it was tended. There were weeds, but it was tended. <laughs> and then one day I show up and somebody had pulled out everything but my poison beans. And I was like, hey, do I have an enemy? Like, this is really is, weird. And that's specific. not one of those things that you can actually like figure out. So it turns out the person who was in charge of it just gave my plot to some random new people. That's peculiar. And they took everything but the castor beans. And I just don't, like my plants were mature, like they were very obviously squash growing. Like it was clear. I don't, like the, it was like past cotyledons. Like it was actual plants. I don't, I can't, it's rough for me. So my chickens and dogs really like to get in the raised beds. The chickens specifically to like get the dirt or the peat moss like up under their feathers. It's called dust bathing and it like cools them off and cleans them. Um, I've also seen the dogs do the same thing. Like, but the dogs don't like flop down if there's like a lot of plants, but they'll get in and start digging around. So my plan going forward involves mini removable fence panels that I'm going to make out of um, wood sticks and uh, chicken wire. And so when I'm not in the bed working, I place that in each side. Now it's going to be a lot of work, but I planted a big ass garden this year and between the dogs and the chickens did not get even close to what I should have because they were just flopping around and digging stuff up, eating, oh my God, eating everything. Max, our dog, Max, walked up to ripe cucumbers and just started eating them right on the vine. Dogs like cucumbers? My dog likes cucumbers. Okay. The chickens ate my watermelons off the vine. That sounds more believable than a dog eating cucumber. Uh, I also watched him eat beets that I dropped on the floor this week. So... Well, actually a pig so yeah he is actually a pig but the, my solution for next year is all raised beds is like number one all very specifically built raised beds and then just building panels and since I built so many this year I can just build these panels mm -hmm. with the chicken wire um I'll just think of it as like it won't will be you build me some panels soon if I give you some dollars because <laughs> I don't build stuff like that's not my thing it's not going to be my thing. I just can't. Yeah, I'll uh, let me prototype my own this week, and then I'll okay. figure out what it takes for yours. So don't. My shit is four by four. It's a perfect square. Perfect. Fine. It's fine. Um, I think it's seven inches high. Okay. Yeah. Make a note. Four by four, seven inches high. This past week. I did something that was forward thinking for both of us. Um, I, so, and context here again, over the last few weeks, um, it's autumn here in Ohio and it's the perfect time to capture a bunch of the local produce and 
preserve it in some fashion and put it away. And I have been doing just that. But for both of us, I went and got all the beets and I boiled them and I skinned them and then I flash froze them. And then I put them in freezer bags or using like the food vacuum thing. And now we have at least four chocolate beet cakes worth of beets available to us. So I have preserved enough to make multiple batches. Uh, if I can get my hands on some more beets, these ones were from Haas' Cider Mill over in Canfield on West Teller Road. Um, beets are a little more expensive when they're homegrown. It was like $14 for a peck. Uh, I know the face you just made. It's, it is, it's hard because not a lot of That's people grow me beets. and my homegirl. Like, what the fuck? It's but a like, beet. But who, who grows beets? I don't know. I like live at the farmer's market, so I don't understand the question. Everybody fucking grows beets. <laughs> I see. It's not something that like people only usually have them in late spring or early fall. And I don't know. Uh, Hosses had beets. I bought all of their beets twice. I've done it twice now. Um, so I'm really excited about that and I can't wait to do it. I did something else really cool is, and that I saved my water from parboiling the beets and then put it in a Ziploc and put it in the freezer for natural dyeing. Are we gonna dye stuff? Yeah. Our time. And then I took my tops and bottoms that I trimmed since they're still real juicy and I hadn't boiled them and I froze those as well. So I can make more. I have those in peach pits put in the freezer and marigolds specifically for dyeing. So peach pits are supposed to have a different pink. So like the beets will be more of a blue. I have pits from last year. What can we do with those? I don't know. I'll look into using them as a natural dye. I wonder. I if don't have do a good reason why, but I saved every plum pit that I ate and it was a lot of plums. Was I cannot it just an experiment? It. I don't know why it happened. It's like when people save all their toenail trimmings. So you saved all your plum pits? I guess. People save their toenails. Weirdos do. You've never seen like the like movies or TV shows where like they make random jokes about people collecting like bodily function stuff, like mm. fingernail trimmings no. or like saving all I of mean, their hair. Like, the only reason I weird stuff. think of doing that is for witchcraft. But, but they're your it's own. Not your own. It's you save people. someone else's. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's fine. It's um, fine. I believe you. But yes, I hoard plum pits for okay. reasons well, that are not known to me. We're going to figure out what to do with them because that's part of my putting away food is every scrap either goes into one of our multiple composts to feed the worms in our vermiculture bins, which we have four big ones, or to feed the chickens. Or it's a two-parter where I put it in the compost and then the chickens dig through the compost mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. scatter it all over the yard. Right now, they have a bunch of really bad tomatoes everywhere. Um, what else did I do this week? I made, I dried a peck of cayenne and my house apparently had a Bernie sensation, just like the air was a Bernie sensation oh for, your, for your nose. Oh my God, are you trying to like replicate the West Coast? <laughs> um, Nick really complained about it. Um, 
but they're all dried and preserved. Uh, I have a couple of pounds now worth of dried crushed red peppers. I'll probably be selling some of them because I can't possibly need all of them. But I was like, I might as well, a peck's what, like $10? I might as well just buy all of them. And then I dried, I harvested and dried a bunch of herbs. Um, and the thing that is most exciting is my essential oil distiller. Yeah, tell me about it. So Charisse and I have been daydreaming about perfume gardens and making our own perfume for literally as long as we've known each other. Probably one of our very, very specifically tomato leaf perfume. It's one of those things that you, it's intoxicating in a weird way. Like it reminds you of the garden, but you can't place, like if it's out of context, you're never going to know that that's what you're smelling. Because tomatoes do not smell like that. No, it's not what it's, it's like. It's the plant. That yeah, it's the leaf. Like um, you have to go rub, rub up against a tomato to like. Yeah, yeah. and then you're like a green yellow. Yeah. So I set up the essential oil distiller and ran my first distillation with Marigold. I figured I'd try it out with that. Um, I didn't get much oil. I didn't get any oil. Um, a lot of hydrosol. And the reason why is because I didn't have it cooling properly. So we figured it out and then we went on to tomato vines. There is no essential oil coming off of those tomato vines. I don't know why. I'm going to keep researching this. I still have, I mean, I've got all these tomatoes growing. I can probably run that 17 more times with the plants that are out there. Um, but I have this gorgeous hydrosol. So it's the plant water and water that has run through the plant material and then cooled in the condenser um, that you can use as a personal perfume. And it smells exactly like those vines. So I will take the hydrosol any day over a scant little droplet or two of non-existent essential oil. <laughs> so I'm going to bottle some up and drop it off at your house this week. I'm very excited for this. Um, and on a similar it's like there's nobody to smell me. Yeah, that's the... I, I like, I want somebody to be like, oh my God, Sharice, you smell so good. What is that? And then I'll be like, Amber made me tomato perfume. And she then did I it. want to like explain It took 10 it. years. I want to tell the whole story to everyone who like walks past me. So how many different ways have we tried to make it before this? I feel like zero. Really? So I tried putting tomatoes in alcohol, like the tomato skin, like the vines and leaves. I've tried it in alcohol. Oh, maybe you just didn't tell me about this. I swear I have. Maybe uh, I didn't remember. You don't listen or remember things. <laughs> Um, I feel like I've tried to diffuse, like infuse it into coconut oil and that didn't work either. So this is, maybe it's not exactly what I was hoping for because hydrosols only last like three to six months, but it's better than But we can put it in the working. freezer, right? So right now I have the marigold hydrosol and the tomato hydrosol sitting in my crisper in the refrigerator. In I have Durst. a question. What if you yeah. like canned it? Like with that? I wonder if the oh. heat would destroy it. Like if I put it in a water bath canner or like a pressure yeah. canner. I don't know. Or I should probably like, buy a book on essential oils but, uh, and hydrosols. Like keep 
it with a vine. Like put a vine in the jar with the hydrosol and then can it and see what happens. Well, I'm I don't really know how canning works. It's something, one of those things that like makes me nervous and I can um, only do it with supervision. So I'm not sure. Well, one of the things is, is you don't want botulism to take place. Mm -hmm. And so like, I preserved all that garlic I bought um, by skinning it and placing it all into a big mason jar and then putting it in the freezer. Um, and then I can easily plop off one of the cloves and mince it. But as I was reading on how to do this, so every, even if I know how to do something, I continuously update my knowledge bank and will go and flip through any of my canning books and refresh my memory before I start something if I haven't done it in the last like month. Um, and I'll even go to the internet and double check it because this is the kind of stuff that does change. Um, guidelines on pH and food safety do change. So I'm always looking stuff up. And when I was looking up preserving that garlic, because I don't like keeping garlic dry on the counter, my house is never conducive to that. One of the things I found out is um, botulisms in soil. And it can, if you put your garlic clove, even if you think you've cleaned it well enough and skinned it, it's, if you put it in oil, it can extremely easily turn, turn to poison. This so, is really annoying information that I don't want to have. I know. So you, like really you are ruining my party. Preserving anything in oil is not a great idea. And mm -hmm. so with that in mind, I would, be I would be concerned about putting a fresh tomato vine in just a water without something to like stabilize the pH to a high enough acidity that it could be pressured, like so that it could be canned. Because water bath canning, you can only do with high acid things. So like jams and jellies. Um, you just like put some freaking the white stuff in it, citric acid. Yeah, you can do that. Um, does it smell? It doesn't smell, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, I just don't know. And I'll admit okay, it. Okay, so I just what if know. you boil the water, the hydrosol with the tomato in it? Would the smell go away, or would it get new more smell? I don't know. Maybe I'll try that. I think it's experiment time. I mean, yeah, I have like plenty of tomato vines and you have For tomato science. vines. And, I do have tomato vines. And I'm sure that we know plenty of, my neighbor, John, has so many tomatoes and they're all just like hanging ripe and calling to me to come harvest them. I'm positive that the vendors would give me their tomato vines if yeah. I asked for them. We'll continue experimenting on that. I, my next setup for the essential oil distiller is going to be grass. Why? Because it smells wonderful, fresh cut grass. When it's got that, as it's dying, it releases cumarin, which is these, this vanilla straw thing. It's also the scent compound that when you have dying paper or so like old aged paper, you know when a library just smells really good. Mm -hmm. And the pages of the book almost smell <laughs> like you could just like wrap yourself in it and like I don't get that from fresh cut grass. I get it's a similar compound. And going into the house okay. with fresh cut grass is what so, I do. I go in the house. So it's a similar compound and it's like a, it 
It smells really good. I remember I've made stuff with sweet woodruff that you've liked, I think. Um, but I'm going to try that next. On a similar note, I am making up batches of candles um, for the Youngstown Garden Company. Um, so I'm kind of converting all of my gardeny adjacent projects into the retail gift shop for Youngstown Garden. And I am using Bailey Valley free um, fragrance oils instead of essential oils for economy because uh, essential oils get expensive. And I have ordered a grass, uh, a grass fragrance oil and a tomato vine fragrance oil. So Who makes that? Where, where, where? These factory labs. So Ooh, what? Over Text me the name. We'll I, will, I will text you the name. Well, no, here's the thing that I've, I've been doing this research for years because we've been having this conversation for actual years about specific things that we want to make perfume out of. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, chemists and perfumers have actually created the fragrances we want in a lab in a safe way rather than us sitting there outside. So like the compound that smells like fresh soil after it rains, it's called geosim. Um, they can reproduce that in a factory in a safe way. It's, it could make us sick if we actually like played with it or consumed it, but it becomes aerosol when there's a light rain and the soil is being hit um, and the bacteria, because that's what geosim is, is released. Can you okay. also, fathom being in my brain at any given time, how much weird stuff have I just like spewed out into the universe? Like, a lot of it. Oh, did you see that I am fermenting garlic and honey? I've done that before. I did see you do that, but I did it already and it's amazing and I can't wait for you to have some. I am so excited. Like, it smells it so on, good. Put it on everything. I was just going to say, I've I already want to put it on everything and I already I mean nothing want to just straight consume it. Yeah, I can just like do you it can now. Just have yeah. yeah. It's mine. But I it's can do really that. good. It's a really easy fermentation process. If you are like fermentation looks tricky and like you should do some research before it. I'm kind of a just do the thing that you're interested in kind of person. But I also do research a lot of stuff. But like just open up some garlic cloves, put them in a jar, pour some honey on top and like forget that you have it. Yeah. Just shake and it. Like it, it's really good. And it's like good for your immune system. And that's what I'm excited really about. Um, I can't even remember what I used to put it on, but just put it on stuff. Yeah. That was my plan. I was just going to like have some every day or throw some of my coffee. I don't know about that. I, I'll try it. I'll try it. I'll try anything. No, I mean, that's wrong. I won't try anything. But I mean, I love garlic and I love honey and I love coffee. So maybe this will be the time that I'm proven wrong with those three things. Don't go to get, no? Oh, I don't, I don't recommend that. I was thinking more like, um, like sauces. Okay. I guess I could put it in some sauces. I could roast some chicken with it. Or like, just drizzle it over finished food that needs a little punch up. I don't know if you could tell I was just rolling my eyes because of course you're right. I just, <laughs> I really want to put in my coffee. I'm going to, I'm still well, going to do, do it. it. I would I'm like going to do watch it. you taste it. Okay. 
uh, we'll me in for tomorrow that. morning. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a break at 10.30 to 10.40. Okay. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Have a good rest of your night. Uh, good luck tomorrow. Yeah. All right, I'll talk Goodbye. to you. Goodbye, I love you. Happy birthday. Oh, thank Yay, you. Yay, podcast. Yay, I did it. <laughs> I have to really bad, so I'm leaving okay. now. Bye. Bye. But it's delicious. <laughs> it's fun to make stuff.